This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the ministry of the Christian Crusaders. Would you describe your life as a meager existence, or do you live it in abundance? Jesus promises those who follow him will live life to the full. Let's learn what he means in today's message, The Door to Abundant Life. It's great to be a child of God and know that we float on the grace of God every day. But don't you long to be made new, to be transformed, to experience the abundant life that Jesus says is ours? Let's pray for that. Lord God, we come before you together to ask that your power would work in our lives to make us new creations. Lord, renew our minds, renew our hearts, and shape our character to be like Christ, so that we might experience the abundant life that you have promised. In Jesus' name, amen. There is a Savior who lights our
Jesus lights are, Jesus lights are. Today we share from the scripture in the Gospel of John, the 10th chapter, beginning with the 7th verse. Jesus said to them, Truly I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters through me, he shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they might have life and might have it abundantly. There's a sweet, sweet spirit in this place. And I know that it's the friends, grace and peace are always for you. From God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. We've heard all our lives messages from the church, from the Word of God. God loves broken sinners. And that is gloriously true. We stake our faith on that truth. But today, I want to talk together with you about the rhythms of the abundant life that Jesus Christ offers to all believers. Where and how do we experience transformation and newness in the presence of the Holy Spirit? Let's talk about that together. 
The first thing I'd say is that we experience the abundant life when we drop our baggage. It has been my privilege all my life as a Christian pastor to listen to people share their life stories. So many people carry heavy burdens. Have you ever carried something very heavy for a long distance? Sometimes until you put it down, you didn't realize how heavy it was, or even that you were still carrying it. The Word of God says, Cast all your care upon Him, for He cares for you. So many people have wounds from past hurts, difficult experiences of childhood, broken relationships, loneliness, feelings of resentment, guilt, shame, the cloud of grief over lost loved ones, or even a self-hatred. Jesus has forgiven you. The one who went to the cross forgives us so that we might be empowered to forgive ourselves. Please know this, the abundant life Jesus offers us can never be lived by looking through the rearview mirror. Press forward, believer, to experience the abundant life Jesus has in mind. The second truth I want to share with you about the abundant life is that we need walk in the power of the Spirit. This Easter Sunday, some of our family was home for the holiday, and in the afternoon, the grandchildren flew kites in our backyard. Glorious color rising to float in the blue sky, empowered and lifted up by the wind. The kites had no power to fly on their own. It was the power of the wind that lifted them to soar. So also in our Christian life. We don't have the power to become all that God intended for us to be without the indwelling and life-giving power of the Spirit. Breathe it in. Confess to God that you receive it gladly. Ask God to show you where the Spirit's power needs to be released that you might be lifted up to new rhythms of life. In Acts chapter 1 Verse 8, it says, You'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you shall be my witnesses. Sometimes the Spirit comes like a dove gently resting on our soul, or like oil anointing our body, flowing over us till it covers us with the fragrant scent of God's perfume. Or sometimes when the Spirit comes, it's like standing under the waterfall and the sheer force and the exhilaration and the refreshment and the cleansing of the Spirit as it pours over us is amazing. Paul said, My grace is sufficient for you. That was God's promise. For my power will be perfected in your weakness. Paul three times asked God to remove the thorn in the flesh. What was it? A secret sin? A physical illness? A 
character flaw, a nagging temptation? We're not sure, but we know this truth that God said, My grace is more than adequate for what you wrestle with. More than that, listen, God's power is made perfect in our human weakness. We need the power of the Holy Spirit. I have a friend that works in prison ministry doing spiritual retreats. He tells of a a friend that he met in one of those prison retreats, a Christian businessman who says, I'm on a first-name basis with the Holy Spirit, so I just call him Holy. You know that song, the country-western Christian song, Jesus, Take the Wheel? That Christian businessman says, Every day I surrender to the Spirit's leading and ask Jesus' Spirit to take the wheel. So I climb into the passenger seat of my life, and I look over, and Holy is in the driver's seat. Do you know what? Holy is a crazy driver. He says to me, we're going to Russia. I tell Holy, I'm too busy, I don't have time. But now I've made multiple trips over there to share the gospel. Holy says, we're going to Uganda, Africa. And now, together with other Christian believers from my church, we've established a mission partnership there. This man is a construction company owner, and he's always short of help. So Holy led this man to buy a house, hire a spiritual director, and receive men who have completed their prison term to come live in the house and join by their decision an intentional Christian community. The Christian construction owner gives them work, but in that intentional Christian community, they also have shared lives and meals and friendship, Bible study, prayer. Together they have their character in Christ deepened in that way. Holy is a crazy driver. Is he directing your life? The abundant life is an adventure led by the Holy Spirit where we understand how we are to serve God's mission. Third, to experience the abundant life, we need to walk in the Word of God. We need to know the story. We need to know God's will and wisdom for us. We need to walk in harmony, obedience to God. We need to know God's promises for us. There's a true story from the 19th century of a U.S. plantation owner who had such a wonderful friendship with one of his former slaves, that when the plantation owner died, he left $50,000 inheritance to that former slave. That would be like $500,000 today. A lawyer for the man who passed away notified the former slave of his gift. Weeks went by, but that benefactor of the inheritance never touched a dime. Finally, the banker called the man and said, I'm just reminding you, you have $50,000 to use or spend for anything you might want or need. 
and the former slave asked the banker, Do you think I could have enough money to buy a meal of corn? The man had never handled a dollar in his life. He had no concept, no comprehension of money, its value. And so he had no understanding of how rich he was. The Word of God says that we as believers have received the unsearchable riches of Jesus Christ. We need to know the Word so we know all the beautiful promises God has made to us, guaranteed by the blood sacrifice of Christ on the cross and his resurrection from the dead. We have inherited so much from God because of the love of Jesus Christ. But we need also to walk in harmony with the Word in obedience to God. No one who lives in Defiant disobedience can fully experience the abundant life that Jesus offers. So I encourage us to do two things. Learn to listen for Jesus' voice and obey him. And second, when that thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, tell the devil to go to hell where he belongs. Tell him in the name and power of Jesus Christ to leave you alone and then pray that Jesus fill you up with his spirit and guide you in the path of obedience. When we walk in obedience to the word and we claim and cling to the promises of God, we begin to experience the abundant life God wants for us. Fourth, to walk in abundance We must walk in the love God gives. Receive it gladly and love everyone God brings to you freely. In Romans chapter 8, we read the powerful words, God didn't spare his only son, but gave him to us to die. Will he not also with Jesus freely give us all things? Who's going to separate us from the love of God in Jesus Christ? Answer, Nothing. No one's going to condemn us. No one's going to reject us. We're more than conquerors. And nothing can separate us from God's love. It's unconditionally enveloping us. His favor is for us. In the love God has for us, we learn to love ourselves. So many people don't like themselves. But if only we could see ourselves as God sees us, as his beautiful, gifted, precious child. We learn to love ourselves because we've received God's love for us and believed it. And it's the power of God's love flowing into us that empowers us to love all people. Not just the people you live closest to or in your family or in your friend's circle. But every person that God brings to you in the power of his spirit, let the love of God flow through you to that person. The fifth area of abundance is when we learn to fly after Jesus every day of life. 
I recently had a conversation with a retired DNR agent from North Central Iowa. He told the story that when his boys were growing up, someone brought to them a little gosling goose, just hatched, but abandoned by its mother on a cold and rainy day. They said to their dad, this wet, scrawny, shivering gosling, Can we keep it, Dad? He nodded. They borrowed Mom's hairdryer and warmed that little goose up. They put it under a heat lamp in a box. They put water out. They ground feet up for it. They played with it, and the goose imprinted on the boys. Mary might have her little lamb, but these boys had the goose follow them everywhere they went. And when it was time for the goose, as it grew, to fly... One boy held the goose on the ground, holding its wings, and the other boy ran as fast as he could across the grassy meadow, and when the boy was about fifty yards apart, the other brother let the goose go. The goose ran on his flat feet as fast as he could go, and then nature took over, and his wings came out, and he started to flap his wings until he flew to the boy running, and then landed in front of him, waited for him to catch up, and then flapped his wings and flew again. From then on, the goose followed them everywhere, whether they rode their bikes or were jogging through the meadow, that goose flew by their shoulder. The goose was imprinted to them. Well, we understand through the cross of Jesus and his gift of grace and salvation that we are imprinted to Jesus Christ. We owe him our lives, and all our life we fly after Jesus to follow him in loyal service, to be his friend, to do whatever he asks of us, to work for his kingdom. Jesus said, I am the door. If you pass through me, you'll be saved. And I have come that you might have abundant life. I remember in Belmond, Iowa, where my father was pastor at Trinity Lutheran Church, my Sunday school teacher when I was four years old was an older woman named Mrs. Kirkendall. She taught us a song that I still have in my heart. One door and only one, and yet its sides are two. I'm on the inside, on which side are you? Are you on the inside of the door of Jesus Christ? There was an old farmer who met with his doctor and received the difficult diagnosis that he had terminal cancer and he was going to die soon. So the old farmer came to his pastor and shared this difficult news. And he was troubled because though he had been a faithful churchman all his life, he didn't have peace or assurance that he was okay with God. And the pastor shared with the old farmer this passage from John 10. Jesus said, I'm the door. Come in through me and be saved. And I've come to give you abundant life. And the old farmer and the pastor prayed together a prayer that the Old farmer had confessed all his life, but yet again with fresh resolve. Dear Jesus, thank you for forgiving me 
my sins, for dying on the cross, for being raised from the dead, and for the promise that you give me life forever in your name. Amen. Let's pray together. Lord, we do pray that your love would hold us forever, that you'd never let us go. But we pray that you would lift us up to new beginnings, fill us with hope, and flood our hearts with your Spirit that we begin to live in the abundant life of Jesus Christ. Now hear this blessing, people of God. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You've been worshiping with the ministry of the Christian Crusaders. It is our prayer that you also will be on the inside door of Jesus Christ and share in the abundant life God promises those who follow Him. Today's message is also available to be read or heard on our website. Visit us online anytime at christiancrusaders.org. And in order to stay up to date with happenings in the ministry, be sure to check out our Facebook page. Look us up at facebook.com forward slash Christian Crusaders. The staff and board of Christian Crusaders care deeply about the spiritual lives of our listeners. If you have a concern for which you desire prayer, please contact us by visiting our webpage and following the Is This For Me link. We are dedicated to lifting up our listeners to the throne of grace through intercessory prayer. All requests are kept confidential. If you enjoyed today's message and would like to hear it again, we invite you to visit us on the Internet. Our website address is christiancrusaders.org. 
That's ChristianCrusaders, all one word, dot O-R-G. Feel free to write or call us toll-free at Christian Crusaders, 7401 University Avenue, Cedar Falls, Iowa, 50613. Our email address is cc at naz.org. Our phone number is 888-MY-FAITH. That's 888-693-2484. In the Cedar Falls, Waterloo, Iowa area, dial 277-0924. We are pleased you chose to join us this day, and we pray you will join us again next Sunday on this station. Conducting our service was the Reverend Lee Lavig, Senior Pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Spencer, Iowa, and Associate Speaker on Christian Crusaders, now in its 83rd year of continuous Sunday worship broadcasting. May you have a blessed and safe Memorial Day and God's richest blessings to you and those whom you love.